0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Nishing Compass. I am Allegra Stein. It's so nice to be here. I have had an idea percolating for the last couple of weeks and I've wanted to just sit down and record it for you. Today I'm going to give you perhaps a new idea on who to look for, what kind of audience to build, how to invite people into your work in a way that just feels a lot more fun and flexible and nimble. And to trust that there are people out there who want to be around coaches who are creating interesting stuff and trying things out. And those are the people that you want in your circle. So uh, enjoy today's episode. Here we go. So these days I have the honor of um, supporting and mentoring and coaching uh, fellow coaches And many of them are early in their coaching adventure. Um, Some are very recently certified or within their first year or two of certification. Uh, Remember that becoming a coach and mastering this craft is a marathon. It is not a sprint. And it can take one, two, five, ten years to really, really figure things out depending on the pace that you're able to work. And that's not a problem (laughs) you are not behind wherever you are at in your journey is exactly the place for you to be and anyway one of the things that I really like to ask coaches when I meet them is I ask them to complete the following sentence in order to start coaching I first must blank did something come up for you when I said that I'd be so curious what your answer is send me an email. My address is down below and let me know what surfaced. But a lot of things usually come up. And one of those things that I very often see or hear is, well, in order to start coaching, in order to start talking to people and telling them what I do, I first need to come up with my offer and get really clear on what it is that I'm doing and have a sentence that describes it all in one little blip and to know what my prices are, and to just have everything ironed out and ready to go. And whenever I hear this, I think about my favorite metaphor, which is around baking. (laughs) What essentially that is suggesting is that a coach is trying to figure out what their signature cookie is before they've done any baking. One of the issues I have with the coaching industrial complex is that it's so deeply intertwines the craft of coaching with the business of coaching you cannot start looking into or googling or asking around about what it's like to be a coach without immediately being inundated with marketing and uh, language that talks to you about building a coaching business so i will meet coaches who literally just got certified, who are then saying, "Okay, now, how do I build my coaching business? And from my perspective, there is a very essential piece missing between the two of those things. It is a period of experimentation. It is a stretch of time where you give yourself permission to play and to pivot and to test and to work with different kinds of people and to practice your coaching, um, helping different kinds of problems and to try you know, single session partnerships and six-month partnerships to figure out what your coaching special sauce is, what your style is, how to bring your strengths into your work and honor your values as you start to bring things to life. That is the that is this liminal space that I'm really trying to take a stand for. And There's a very interesting thing around coaching, which is that in order to practice the craft, you need a person on the other side of the table or a small group of people or on the other side of Voxer or postcards, however it is that you want to craft your coaching experiences. Coaching exists between people. It's a relationship business. So unlike baking, right? you could go bake cookie after cookie after cookie in your kitchen all on your own and then hopefully get the right recipe before you invite people to taste it from the beginning to practice your craft you need someone there to say yes you need someone there who when you say hey do you want to try this out with me will go sure i'd like to try that out but again there's this kind of catch-22 to it because we think well how can i invite people to this party that i'm throwing if i don't even know what the party is And the reason I don't know what the party is, is because I need people here to figure it out. (laughs) So the answer to this question surfaced for me just a couple of weeks ago, and that is to find an audience of people who want to experiment with you, find the people who are excited to be in that liminal space, those individuals, those humans, that single person who you probably already know, who has no problem with things feeling adventurous and uncertain, who is okay with you saying, you know what, I'm not exactly sure how this is going to go, but do you want to try it? That Those are the people, the ones who want to experiment with you, that I want to invite you to maintain connections with, invite into your work, tell them what you're up to, and be upfront about it. Tell them, I don't know what's going on, but I'm excited to try this. Would you like to try it with me? I'm not sure if it's gonna be happening again next month, but it is happening now. Would you like to give it a shot? You can use very real and authentic language to let people know that it's, it's an experimental time. Heck, I am still in an experimental time and I'm in my 10th year of coaching and it, it, it's still an adventure. <laughs> I'm still not quite sure what I might do next year, like, but that's, that's okay. I've learned that that's a reflection of my values and the people who I connect with want that kind of energy. They're okay with not knowing what the perfect plan is going to be for the rest of time. And so I'll just tell you really quickly, like when I look back on my coaching journey, it started in 2012, there are amazing people who I am so grateful for who said yes to me at the very beginning when I was doing three sessions for $99, who were willing to come to my free workshops and offer me feedback, who signed up for my email list, even though I've always been kind of an inconsistent emailer, but they were like, yeah, I wanna know what you're up to. They liked my business page, they were encouraging. I'm not talking about people who just buy your stuff. That's not what this is, it's, it's just those people who, who want to be in your world, who want to be there because they enjoy you. And I I, I hope that I'm opening up some possibility for you. So you can, if you, if you have felt constrained by this story that you can't start talking to people until it's all clear, just to consider that it's only going to become clear when you start talking to people, and that there are people who want to go on that journey with you. So don't be afraid to invite them in. And they're people you likely already know or are very, very easy to connect with in just one or two little steps. So it doesn't have to become complicated, but it also doesn't have to be perfect. It can be messy because people love that space and they wanna be in it with you. As always, I hope you have found these ideas helpful. I have long felt that this podcast is like my little radio show. I'm never quite sure whose ears it's going to land on, but it is always with the hope that it's helpful and that you hear something in it that you needed to hear right now that might help you get started again out on your coaching adventure. I would love to hear from you anytime. Please email me, my email address is below. You can also send me a boxer message Since leaving Instagram and Facebook, it is one of my favorite ways of connecting. So feel free to reach out through that walkie-talkie. And if you want to be on the email list for updates, there is a lot of incredible stuff coming up at the end of this year and into 2022. And I'd love to keep you in the loop so you can head to my website and sign up for my email community and get the updates there if you'd like. But in the meantime, thank you so much for being a listener. Thank you for the kind reviews and ratings.